welcome to Families for Life with Brian and Brian, podcast of Oak Hill Baptist Church. On this episode, we're going to do our Christmas special part two. On the house stop crane gears click, click, fall. Oh, wrong course. Oh, <laughs> I man. messed it up, bro. I don't even know how these songs go. <laughs> how are you doing, Brian? Uh, I'm good until we ruin that that song. That means I really that don't actually know, I don't know the words to actual songs. I make them up as I go along. That's kind of so. what I do too. Yeah. I actually have uh, taken one of the Christmas songs and turned it into a song that I sing to my son whenever I'm like jingle bells, Batman smells. Kind of, kind of like more, a little different than that. It's, okay. it's, it's. People will make fun of me if I share it on the air, so I'm just Maybe gonna keep we'll it to myself. The show, <laughs> put it on the bloopers. <laughs> well, this is our Christmas special part two. Last week we talked about how the church can engage and encourage people to do Christmas, and right. then uh, we also talked about some history, some theology and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. today, some what are we going to talk about today, Brian? Yeah, today we're going to just talk about how families can really take Christmas and and focus on the the uh, you know, the the reason for the season, right? To focus on Christ and how to to celebrate Christmas in in a way that really brings out the beauty and the joy that Christmas can be because you're focusing on the the real thing. Yeah. So that's what we're going to talk about, and we're going to start off by just talking a little bit about holiday traditions. Mm. And so, Brian, what are some things that you maybe as you were growing sure. up, and maybe now as a family, what do you guys do as a family? Sure, yeah. So, uh, first of all, I got to give a disclaimer that I had some dental work done this morning, and so my mouth is still numb. So, if I'm slurring my speech <laughs> or anything, it's it's because of the dental work. That's not, right. Sure. I did not get into the eggnog this morning. Okay? <laughs> it's a little early for that. Yep. Uh, so yeah, we, uh, you know, growing up did a lot of the, the traditional stuff. We, you know, it's hard for me to disassociate my childhood memories from going to my grandparents' house. That Mm -hmm. was a big part of it. Now my grandfather has passed away. My grandmother is in a nursing home. And so we don't get to do that anymore, but I really cherish those memories. Uh, and, uh, those are really fond memories of, of, Christmas, you know, going to, uh, you know, Christmas Eve, uh, aunts and uncles would come over Mm -hmm. and they would all exchange gifts, you know, between each other. And, and every, uh, my stepdad and every uncle always got a fresh pair of socks. So guys, (laughs) if your socks have holes in them or your underwear has holes in it, just wait. Christmas is Christmas is coming. It's so true. (laughs) (laughs) So then, uh, you know, we always had shrimp and uh, kind of mm. like finger foods on Christmas yeah. Eve, went to church. Uh, then we got up Christmas morning and then they would fix a big uh, Christmas dinner, steaks or ham or something, mm-hmm. you know, on Christmas Day. And just a lot of being together as a family and hanging out, you know. Yeah. We always watched uh, with my dad. Uh, we always watched Christmas Vacation yeah. and stuff like that. You know, some fond memories like that. But it's all it all revolved around family. Mm spending time together and hanging out, uh, you know, cramped sleeping on the floor, yeah. cramped, cramped car rides, yep. stuff like that. Yep. Those are in the moment were probably, uh, you know, probably there was a lot of, uh, I don't know, like discomfort, but like right. th- looking back on it, you think about it fondly, you know, yeah. 
you know, to as today with as our family, you know, I always try to take some time off around Christmas mm-hmm. and we spend time together. We do some of the traditional things like um going to church together, of course. And uh I don't know, some of the holiday traditions have varied. When the kids were little, we used to go visit Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. We used to drive to Santa Claus. Indiana. Oh yeah, yeah. And see the real Santa Claus. Right. I'm doing finger quotes here. Yep. The real Santa Claus. <laughs> and we would um go to Lake Rudolph and yeah. see the lights and do all that kind of stuff. And so, you know, we we try to observe some of those traditions and we'll talk more about some of the spiritual things that we do right. as a family as we go along, but those are some of the fond memories that we have. Yeah, that's really good, man. What about you? Yeah, for us, we, you know, obviously uh putting up the Christmas tree was, uh, you know, a big deal. And that, as I got older, that kind of became a thing that I took on myself. I was like, it was always like, okay, Brian's going to start putting up the Christmas tree. And we would all do that together. And uh, part of that was just because it was, uh, I I think it was easier uh, for parents to allow their, their eldest to, to do that instead of them having to do it, which is great. You know, that's, that's why you have kids, right? So that they can do things for you. And, uh, (laughs) and so, uh, that was, that was a lot of fun. And, uh, but we all did it together and, um, and put it up and, and stuff. But, you know, as you're talking, it did remind me, I, I, I did love, you know, same sort of deal with my grandfather. Like he's gone, my grandma's in a nursing home, so we don't get to do that, but we'd always get together with our extended family and have this big, uh, family um, exchange of, of gifts and man it was so good and I remember when when my grandfather passed away we went went to their house after after the funeral and we were all sitting around it's the last mm-hmm. time we've been together and we were all sitting around we were just talking about those times mm-hmm. and it was so good to just uh, it felt like we were doing that again and so we haven't done that for a couple of years now and uh, you know maybe one day we'll get to do that again but Anyways, uh, I, one of the things for me, this is kind of random, but I have this Lionel train, and if there's anybody out there that knows anything about these things, they're cool. You know, it makes its own smoke and everything, and it's as old as I am. So my entire life, this is this has just been you a thing. You put it up around the I put Christmas it around the tree, Christmas tree. I haven't the last couple years because you know we've got a toddler and now a newborn. Right. Um, but yeah, normally I put it around the Christmas tree, and it's just so cool. You just mm-hmm. turn that thing on, That's and it cool. goes around. And, um, so obviously caroling and, and doing things like that. Um, I love cooking with my mom at Christmas time. What we foods would, are, do you think oh, of when you think of Christmas? Man, what? it's so funny. Cause my dad actually brought, uh, some into me this morning. My dad works here at the church as a, mm-hmm. as a maintenance guy. And he, he brought, uh, we just call them sausage balls and they're it's oh, yeah. sausage, mm-hmm. bisquick and cheese, man. Mm-hmm. And that stuff is so, yeah, good. so good. We make it every Christmas. And then, um, you take, uh, crackers and put peanut butter in between mm-hmm. them and then dip them in chocolate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, oh, that speaks yeah. to me. That's mm-hmm. like my love language right there. Yeah. We would always make, we always make puppy chow. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's a big yes. holiday. You know, you get a big tin of puppy chow mm-hmm. and just eat on that. Oh yeah. You uh, can just see that. That's dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> that's dangerous. That, that goes back dangerous. to our other series. Yeah. We got to watch out. Um, got to portion that out yeah, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, I mean, I love that. And so I really look forward to, you know, it's like a thing to go shopping just to get ingredients for 
for baking yeah. and cooking and doing all that stuff. And then watching Christmas movies mm-hmm. is a huge deal. I love uh, I love all you know. There's all these memes and posts about what's the best Christmas mm-hmm. Carol edition, uh, m- uh, you know, or version oh, yeah. that's out there right now. And I love them all. Mm-hmm. I just love them all. The and, Muppets uh, is the best, by the way. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love them all. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's there's uh, we watched Elf when we put up our tree. Elf's a great movie. Yeah, Elf's awesome. I, I really like Elf. They actually do pull a lot of elements from different traditional Christmas movies. Well, there's now that you said there's a documentary on Netflix that that kind of goes behind the scenes of Elf. Oh, really? That's cool. Some of that stuff. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Well, I always think of like the mail room of that yes. show is like uh, hearkening to uh, a Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. um, and the mail aspect. So, anyways, it goes uh, back to those old Rudolph. Yes. Oh, those movies. for sure. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. But anyways, and then it's a wonderful life. That's the best yeah. Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. That's the best Christmas movie, and uh, and so I love that stuff. And uh, we we do that. We watch all that stuff. It's a Wonderful Life was written by a Van Doren, by the way. Wow! I don't know if you knew that, so okay. yeah, now you know. So it doesn't really matter, but well, a, <laughs> no relation. Cap of film. Yeah, so he's a famous director. No one. That's true. No it, one remembers the writer. Nobody probably. remembers the writer. Yeah, <laughs> and no relation. So it doesn't even matter. But but anyways, these things are all really important. Like exactly. traditions matter, and they they have a lot of powerful memories behind them. Um, but there can be a dangerous side to traditions. Do you do you agree with that, Brian? Mm, yeah, I think that if we focus on the traditions and we we miss like the moment of having fun with our family, you know, yeah. and even like in, um, you know, the, the movie Christmas Vacation. Yep. Clark is so focused on having the good old fashioned Christmas. He misses the time he gets to spend with his family. And, you know, like we both said, our we have family that's gone. Many mm-hmm. of you probably do as well. And we can't get so wrapped up in, we got to do this. We got to do that. We got to do that, that we miss the time to spend with our family, the time of going to church, uh, focusing on Christ, all those types of things must be our, 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 what we do at the holidays. And then those traditions and stuff kind of filter in that. Do you, is that kind of what you're thinking? I fully agree with that. Cause, and especially for me, you know, I think about traditions that I had when I was a kid and you got to be careful not to, as you're older and you have kids and, you know, maybe, you know, for those of you listening, have great, you know, grandkids, you don't, you don't want to force your experiences onto right. them if that's mm-hmm. not, you know, you want to make new traditions because mm-hmm. these are, these are, you know, not everybody's exactly the same. Right. And the tradition needs to be focused on something else. It's not about the tradition. It's about, uh, first, it's about Christ. The tradition, you know, there has to be some uh, way in which the tradition either points you to Christ or at least doesn't distract you from Christ. And that's, to me, you know, it's not like looking at Christmas lights isn't necessarily going to make you worship Jesus, but it's not going to distract you from Christ. Um, But yeah, if your tradition is keeping you from loving Jesus and in loving your family well, then it probably needs to go. Yeah, you know, it's got to be about making the true meaning of Christmas all about Christ. Yeah. Uh, you know, some of these other things are fun, and we're going to talk more about some of this stuff, but I really think that if if things are, are if, if we're missing, so, so it's okay to do traditions and do all the other things, but if yeah. we don't focus on the spiritual aspect or if we're neglecting that because we're doing all this other stuff, right? you know, we need to 
kind of reevaluate those right. traditions. Yeah, the weight of Christmas, the thing that needs to feel the most valuable mm-hmm. in Christmas time is Christ. Yeah. And all these other things are great and wonderful, but they mm-hmm. cannot outweigh Jesus right. at this time. And that's something that I know I I really have to focus on. I have to make that intentional. Um, and so it's important that we don't over prioritize the traditions, um, and just make it about the meaning of Christmas, the real meaning of Christmas. What are some ways that we can really engage with the spiritual meaning? Yeah, that's, that's the big thing. Cause if we know that's true, I mean, there's gotta be ways to do that. I know for me and my family, one of the traditions that we did, and this was something that it was, it was a part of everything we did. Uh, was the Advent uh, candles, okay? And so we would, and you know, I was homeschooled, and so we had the 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 luxury of being able to have basically a Bible study at the beginning of every day. Um, so for the first, you know, for the four Sundays leading up to Christmas, we would light one candle um, that would symbolize an aspect of the biblical story leading up to Christ's birth, you know, so prophecy and, and, uh, preparation and joy and love and leading all the way up to Christ and salvation itself. And we just had Bible studies every day. And so on Christmas morning, before we opened presents, we did the Christ candle. We lit the Christ candle and talked yeah, for, about... For those that don't know, it's the purple candles, and then you have right, the, the, yes. the one white candle in the yeah, center. Yeah, so it's like three purple, one pink, and one white. Uh, right. There's different variations, you know. There's all sorts of things you can find online. Man, that but was so... it all has so, a spiritual meaning right. that goes along with well, it. Well, and we're doing it with my little toddler now, and he loves it, because like he loves to like light the candle, and now he's learning. He's trying to blow it out yeah. at the end. And it's just fun, you know? And so that was a huge part for me um, growing up and, and just keeping that central um, amidst all of the other things. But what are some other things, Brian? Yeah, one of the things that we do is we have a what are called adornaments. Adornaments. And, uh, adornaments, That's yeah. cool. So I don't even know if you can buy them anymore. They, they came out years ago by Family Life. Actually, the set I had, my parents gave me. Oh, wow. And they're little ornaments uh, that represent something. And so you can mm. do it different ways. There's, there's 12 of them. And so we have a 12 day devotion leading up to Christmas. That's awesome. So every night we'll put one ornament up on the tree. We'll go through the devotion. And, uh, I think it's just a great idea to help us kind of focus on, it goes all the way from through, through the whole Christmas story, Yeah, you know? Yep. And so, you know, my dad would always read the Christmas story on Christmas Eve or yep. Christmas. Yep. And so that's a tradition, but this kind of helps spread it out a little bit, especially if you have little littles, yep. you know, and they get yeah. to have the fun, the funness of putting the ornament on the tree. We yep. let them participate and do that. Yeah, so. man, that's cool. Yeah, that's a great thing. Uh, we've got a thing that we're trying to help families with in our church this right. year, uh, just with a family devotional. It's a 25-day family devotional. And I, I've heard from some of the students, they're they're going through it and they're enjoying it. And that's been encouraging to me to just know, and some families are doing this devotional together. So that's one option. And there's so many out there that you can choose from. You can just <laughs> type in Christmas devotional on Google and you'll find something that you'll yeah. want to use. So that's a, that's a great way to do it. But there's yeah. something that you like uh, to do. Oh, it's not, it's not on our notes, but the, the, 
birthday cake uh, to G. Did you yeah, talk about that? So yeah, we talked last about week? that in the last episode. Okay, we did, we did. But yeah, so this is something our church encourages, but it does bleed over into families because we're That's encouraging right. our families to take. We we provide a cake mix, a frosting, uh, one candle, and a devotional. And so the idea is the whole family gets together. This works great, especially with younger kids. Oh, it helps yeah. them to to kind of focus on what the meaning of Christmas is. So they, we, there are some questions you can kind of icebreaker questions. Then as your cake is baking, you do the Christmas story devotional that I have written out. Yeah. And it's very question oriented. It's, it's for all ages. It does help, you know, some of the very little littles will have to kind of, you'll have to help them with it. But then when you pull the cake out and you decorate it, mm. then you can sing happy birthday to Jesus. Yeah. Blow out the candle and everybody gets to eat cake. And so it's just a good reminder to those kids like, Hey, we're celebrating Jesus's birth. That's yeah. why we're doing this. Well, one thing, as you were just mentioning that, you know, I was just thinking right now, like a lot of these things are great for like little kids. Mm-hmm. And so if you're a parent and you're like, well, I have a teenager and they're going to hate all of these things. <laughs> um, well, who hates cake though? <laughs> well, that's true. That is true. I mean, come on, <laughs> you, you should love that. But here's, here's the thought. This is, I was just trying to think through like, why did I love this? Mm. And one of the reasons why is because my parents, uh, gave me the responsibility of making Mm. it happen. Yeah. So in a lot of these devotions, I, I actually, you know, would lead one Mm, from time to time. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I got to read, I got to, you know, for Advent, I, for the Advent candles, I got to light the candle and explain what it was about. Um, not because, I knew better than anyone else, but just because my parents wanted me to have that role. Mm-hmm. And that, that made me feel like I was really like doing something. I'm, I'm doing this. It's my responsibility. And that helped me take some ownership and really, really think about it myself. That's good. So yeah. I would encourage parents to just mm-hmm. get your teenagers involved in, in being the ones to make it happen. Don't, don't treat them like little children as you're trying to do it to them. Right. Have them let them lead you some. Yeah. See how that goes. Yeah. Yeah. Another way is, you know, help your family find ways to give and to serve to others. You know, there's a, uh, you know, in our church, we have our Lottie Moon Christmas offering. Mm-hmm. That's a great opportunity to give money. There's also lots of charities. You know, our food pantry does a gift giveaway. And I know those are church things, but we're really encouraging the family to get, right. to get involved. You can do even simple things like you bake cookies for your neighbors and, yeah. and, have the kids go deliver them. You know, now in this season, you have to drop them off at the door and ring the doorbell and right. Right. Uh, you know, let them, uh, you know, take it socially distanced right, and whatnot. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, there's all, we got to find ways of giving and serving. If we can help our children see the aspect of serving during this season of, of giving. I mean, that's, that's what Christ that's came huge. for is to, to give, yeah. His love to give salvation. Well, you know, you say that. That reminds me of something my uncle uh, would do, him and his family. They would always, he called it his the Jesus gift. Mm-hmm. And so every year at Christmas time, they would find they would find somebody who just needed help, you know. Mm-hmm. And then they would and I might have mentioned this before, but they would take um, a Christmas dinner mm-hmm. and they would take presents mm, and just good. and just basically give, you know, these, these things that we do at Christmas time mm-hmm. to this family that needed it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that was beautiful, man. I, I went with him a couple different times to, mm-hmm. to do that. And it, you just see the, the thankfulness and the, the people who are receiving these gifts. 
um, that's what it looks like for us to receive the love of Christ, mm-hmm. and uh, and that's that's a great way to do that. We all need that in our lives. So if you can yeah. provide that for somebody, that's good. Yeah. One final thing is just make church a big part of Christmas. You yes. Know, go to church. Go do the activities. Do the different things. If you can't be there physically right now, do the online stuff. But you know, don't let your children disassociate the holidays from the from it being about Jesus. Make make that part of the tradition. Well, and that's one of the things that's interesting is we're talking like so much of this just ties together with the church, mm-hmm. you know? And I was I was watching some YouTube videos about people, you know, just on the streets saying what Christmas meant to them. And uh, it basically, you know, man, you get some of the craziest answers, but, you know, it's like uh, I get time off from work and right. I have dinner with my family. Mm-hmm. And like uh, I get presents. And I'm like, man, that's it? Like that's right. all it is to you? Mm-hmm. Um, but when you have your church family and you have the true meaning of Christmas right. just driving your celebration of Christ, oh, man, it's so much bigger than mm-hmm. that. So all these things are really, really good. But mm. there are some things at Christmas time that are kind of like – Christmas conundrums. Christmas conundrums. Chris, dun, yeah. dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I like how you alliterated that. Well, I don't know that. Yeah. I, I think you wrote that down, so. <laughs> well, I know that a lot of people struggle with presents. You know, I well, I shouldn't say a lot of people struggle with it. I think yeah. people, people <laughs> yeah. try Everyone to, <laughs> you know, I, I think presents are a great way to display generosity. I think it's a great way to talk about the gift of Christ. You right. know, presents are, are a good thing. There are some people that... that on both ends of the spectrum that don't give very many presents. Right. There's people that give a lot Way of presents. Too many presents. Yeah. You know, I think we got to be careful and make sure our kids know that Christmas is not primarily about presents. Right. Yeah. You're going to get some stuff. It's going to be fun. You'll get some new toys or whatever, but that's just a part of it. That's right. not the reason for it. Kind of like you were saying with those people on the street. You yeah, know? exactly. Well, and that's, that's the thing. You're right. It's, uh, Christmas presents, there's the whole, you know, everyone loves to talk about commercialism at Christmas mm-hmm. time. It's like you never hear the word commercialism until Christmas comes around. Um, and you've got, like you said, you've got people on one side that are eat up with commercialism. And then right. you've got other people on the other side that are like, I won't do anything for Christmas time because of commercialism. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I think the balance is, is there, you know. Right. I mean, the reason for presents really comes from the fact that Christ is God's gift to the world. And then you have the three, well, not three, but you have the wise men who brought the three gifts um, to Christ. And so you've got this exchange of gifts from God to the world and from man to the king. Mm -hmm. And that's what we're doing. Right. And you can do, you can make gift giving exactly about that. Right. Um, But we've got to make sure we do it. Yeah. and, And it can be, you know, it can be tough because different people, for instance, if, if somebody has lost a job or, oh, yeah. or oh, yeah. you know, it, it can be a fairly, uh, you know, parents can have a lot of guilt. Yes. They can struggle. You know, if some family may be able to provide everything and another right. family, just a few things. So I think we got to be careful, especially in how, in the pressure we put on one another. Yeah. And, you know, I've seen some people will try to limit themselves. We've not done this ourselves. Like, but some people try to like, right. Here's one toy. Here's a book. Here's a, some clothes mm-hmm. here. You know, they try to, they try to make it a well-rounded kind of Christmas. Right. Right. And not just all about giving them like a Everything. million presents. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that's, I mean, that, that can be really helpful. Cause you don't want to, it reminds me of like in, uh, in Harry Potter, there's a, uh, 
the first movie, there's the scene with the the brother or the stepbrother or whatever, and uh, he comes down for his birthday. Oh, he has, uh, yeah. And he's like, what, 37? But last year, last year, I had yeah. 38. One less present <laughs> than like, I had last you're year. like, dude, yeah. come on, bro. Yeah. And that's the way, you know, kids can get if you're not careful at Christmas time. Yeah, we don't want to breed ungrateful, um, you <laughs> yeah. know, selfish children. Right. You know, we, we want them to really think, okay, these are... These are presents that we want to give you because we love you. Right. So be thankful, be grateful yeah. for them. Which yeah. means we got to check our own hearts, make sure we're not being that way ourselves. Right. So that's really important. And you know, that makes me think of the Christmas Carol, uh, the, the movie, just as you're talking, Brian, about the, you know, some people don't have as much and some people have more. I mean, the Cratchits, you know, mm. uh, they are a perfect example of what Christmas should look like in yeah. our homes, mm-hmm. whether you're rich or poor. Um, you, you, they, you know, Tiny Tim mm-hmm. is focused on Christ and he tells, right. you know, I, I, won't, I hope people see me so that they remember who came, the one who came, who heals uh, lame beggars and makes blind men see. Mm-hmm. And they're in their home with nothing and they're having the best time. And that's one of the biggest things that really changes Scrooge's heart mm-hmm. was seeing Really, it's the love of Christ mm-hmm. in a home. Mm-hmm. And so I might be reading into that a little bit, but I think if you watch it carefully, you'll see that's there. And if we if they can have that, man, I right. can have that. Yeah. You know, we we have more than than you know uh 17th century English people had. Right. Yes. <laughs> so yes. so we we can have a good Christmas. Yes. So, anyways, I know that was a lot for that, yeah. but there's well, the big one. The, the big one. The big one. Yeah. The big jolly man Santa. <laughs> If your kids, if you have kids right now and they are listening, you may want to put them in another room or, or avert or their ears, turn them <laughs> off and listen to it later. We'll be sensitive, we're but gonna, we're going to talk about Santa. You know, he, again, there's a spectrum, especially in Christians. There are some Christians that are like, "Hey, we're all about Santa." There mm-hmm. are some that like Santa is not is a part evil. of our Christmas, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. And again, I would advocate for a balanced approach. Any family can do whatever they want. Right. I mean, that's their that's Yeah, their it's prerogative. your family. You do. You pray right. about it. You see how God leads you. Uh, here's what we do in our family, and I'll just tell you. Yeah, I want to hear. And then you can. So we let the kids believe in Santa. But however, we don't like propagate it. Like it's not like, oh, Santa's watching. You better be good. Right, right. You know, we do not believe in using Santa as discipline. Mm, yeah. In fact, we don't, like we try bribing. not to bribe yeah. or, or do it. You know, we want, we need you to obey because that's the right thing to do right? as a, as a person. And then if you don't obey, you're going to face consequences, right? you know? And so obviously we, we reward our kids and we, you know, we do those kind of things, but we try to not tie that to discipline necessarily right. all the time. Uh, however, we do Santa brings most of the presents are wrapped up under the tree. Mm, yeah. And okay. Santa brings a, a big present and a stocking, yep. you know, kind of thing. So yes, it's, it's a part of it. Uh, at this point, most of our kids know that Santa's not real. I hate even saying that. I know it's terrible. My Please. Little, yeah. Well, we already said it. One, Parents. Sorry. <laughs> my littlest one, uh, is questioning like, uh-huh. cause I think cause of his older siblings, so you know, smart. he's just so smart. And he is questioning whether Santa is real or not. <laughs> he's got you on the fence too. <laughs> and he wants me to, uh, he, he thinks that he's like, well, I think you eat the cookies and you drink the milk. And now that he wants to set up a camera to catch Santa, I think you need to mess with him. I think you need he to just to mess with him. stay up all night yeah. and catch Santa. Now he wants to set up a camera to take pictures. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's this whole thing. That's more than we've ever like discussed Santa with any of our kids right. growing up. So right. it's really kind of funny to watch all of this. 
but you know, it's, it is some, there is some like fun kind of magic to it, you Mm -hmm. know, but I don't, if a parent doesn't want to do Santa, I'm not upset about it. Of course. It doesn't bother me if they don't want to participate in that. I would not ruin the fun for other kids. Right. And that's the hard thing. Yeah. Kids go to school, they talk to their other kids, you know, and, and you don't want to ruin that for other families. Right. That's huge. Yeah. I think that's really important. And that's kind of the, the conundrum is that, you know, one of the things is even if you don't want, you know, like if you're like, no, we're not doing that. Um, that's fine. Again, like really it's okay. But the problem is, is a young child is probably going to still believe in Santa anyways right. because of their friends and whatnot. And that's, you know, that's, you got to be able to deal with that without just like breaking your kid. Right. And, um, so like I've heard stories of people who, who are like, you know, Oh, well, when I found out it was like, you know, my parents had lied to me my whole life and blah, blah, blah. And that to me really builds the first principle is like, we, we really need to be careful not to lie. Mm -hmm. And, uh, one of the things that was great about growing up for us is I think my parents, they, they might've, you know, they might, we might've tried to pin them and be like, tell me, you know, is he, and they might've just been like, yes. Okay. Gosh, leave me alone. Um, but, uh, normally it was very much of a, well, what do you think sort of thing? And it was always put back on us as to what we thought. And the more I thought about this, the more I think it should be treated kind of like, like an imaginary friend. Mm. Like if your kid came up to you and was like, Hey, you know, my, you know, uh, Bob's here. And you're like, Bob, like, yeah, he's right here. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not going to be like, now listen, you're delusional. And yeah. Bob's not real. Right. I mean, like, you're not going to do that. Right. Like, you'll set a place at the table and be like, oh, here you go, Bob. You know, you'll yeah. do that stuff. And I think that it's okay. Um, but like you said, bribing and using that, like the song, you know, you better watch out. You better not cry. Yeah. You better not pout. Santa Claus is watching. And that's a fun song. I'm not saying that song's bad or anything, but that can't be our real attitude. Right. You know, we can't be like, hey, kid, you know. Um, and for instance... I'm never going to give my kids coal at Christmas time. Well, right. And I think we got to make sure we, we can use this to teach the gospel as that's well. That's exactly. Yep. And that's to say, to not say, well, you know, really none of us are, are good. The Bible right. tells us that, that all we're, we're all bad, all are sinful yeah. and we need, we need redemption. We need grace. And, if, and so that's right. Even Keep if going. you are yes. bad, you still get presents. That's yes. not the reason you do or don't get presents, but that doesn't, excuse our, our sinfulness, right. we need Christ. And that's that's kind of my next point is I don't mind doing Santa as long as Jesus is the main star of Christmas. If Jesus is preach like the the ultimate focus and then Santa kind of is there but takes kind of a back seat as like another fun tradition, right. I'm okay with that. Right. But if Santa is everything like Santa's a like 70, 80% and Jesus right. is like 20%. Right. That's, that's, that's not a good. problem. And, and the reason why it's a problem is not just because that's the wrong way to do it. No, it's because what's going to happen is your kids are really going to, to struggle with that. Right. Like for me, I know when I found out it was, di- it was disappointing. I was like bummed, but I was also like, well, that's okay. Well, because I, like, I that's never, not what the, that's like, that's not the biggest part of Christmas for me. Yeah. I didn't really remember being like upset or being like my parents lied to me like that. 
I don't know that. I never felt that way because they didn't. My parents yeah. didn't. But I know a lot of parents. Uh, I, I know people who are my age and older whose parents did. And you know, I'm mm. not. I'm not trying to judge or anything like that. They were doing the best they could, and that was kind of that's the, that was the norm. It's the norm today. I mean, even on like the Weather Channel, they're like tracking Santa and oh, stuff. Yeah. And it's like mm. that. That might not be well, all of culture. All of kind of Christmas culture pushes towards Santa. Yeah. You know, and that's okay. In one sense, but just as Christians, we need to counterbalance that right. and make sure that that we, our kids know, hey, this holiday, this yeah. season is about Jesus. That's right. Well, and I want to make it clear, because I, I, even before this podcast, I asked you what you thought that I thought um, <laughs> about this topic, and I want to I make it clear. Oh, I know. You. I know you were. I know you were, but... but you know, you said kind of how you guys do it. I'm I'm basically 100% the same as how you guys are doing it. And, you know, we're we're kind of beginning in our personal family, but growing up, that's how we did it. Mm-hmm. And I love Santa. I yeah. love him today. I have Santa on my desk at work. I have, I actually, like, love Santa. Um, but I love Jesus, like, way, way, way more. Right, exactly. And all of it point, it's all a, a piece of pointing me to Christ. Yeah. Um, that's what I'm, that's what I'm trying to do with the idea of Santa Claus. Yeah. Once again, I think it's balance. You know, I, I, that's a huge theme in my life. Yeah. I think is just trying to find the balance in everything. You know, uh, we don't want to be like the church lady. I I told you yesterday, you didn't even get this reference. I didn't even know. (laughs) The church lady is like, if you rearrange the letters in Santa, it spells Satan. (laughs) So, you know, we don't want to be like that. Right. But we also... We also don't want to be uh, totally just sold out to all of Christmas. Listen, Christmas culture, yeah, it can be about consumerism. It can be about what do I get? Give me, give me, give me, give me. And I think we have to push back against that as as Christians and say that's not what this holiday is about. Well, and here's the thing, you know, everyone experiences this, you know, post Christmas depression, right? Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of that comes from this uh, really leaning into Christmas culture too much um, as far as like letting that be what Christmas is about. Mm. Um, and and Christmas should not leave us depressed mm. afterwards. Uh, Christmas should leave us hoping for the future and the coming, the, the returning of Christ. Mm-hmm. And so if we feel that, and I'm not going to lie, I feel it sometimes. And so I'm not saying this like, like I never feel this way. I, this is me like speaking to myself I have to make this about Jesus mm. because if I make That's this good. about the the American Christmas culture, which is not just American, I've been in other uh, countries at Christmas time, and it's everywhere. People love Christmas everywhere in the world. If we only deal with it that way, we will we will walk away from Christmas sadder than ever. Mm. And so Jesus is our hope and our joy, and it's not just for a season; it's for all of life. Yeah, and that's why I love Christmas so mm-hmm. much. And so, yeah, so lean into the family time, lean yeah. into doing fun traditions, whatever your family does. It's great because everybody's family is a little different. Yeah, and I love that. I love I hearing about all that. But also make sure it's about Jesus. Yeah. Find intentional ways and intentional times that you can put the focus on Christ during this time. Yeah. And that's exactly, you know, the easy, like, here's just one quick example as we go, 
you know, this morning, my son, he's, he's learning words and he loves trees. He loves Christmas trees. Mm. And, uh, and so he's seeing pictures of Christmas trees and he'll point at that and go tree. And then he'll point to our tree and say tree. And I'm like, that's a tree. And then I will say to him, and he has no idea what I'm saying, but I'll say to him in the lights on the tree are just like stars Mm -hmm. shining through the trees. And that reminds us of the star that points to Mm -hmm. Christ. He has no idea what I'm talking about. But we're getting things rolling. Mm, right. You know, we're getting things started. Right. And that's that's the that's one way you could do it. You could take anything. Yeah. And if point you have it to really Christ. little kids, you know, just get the, your little kids' Bible and read oh, the yeah. birth of Christ through that. It doesn't that's, have to be. Yeah, I'm going to go through Matthew. Or right. Go yeah. Through Luke chapter two or something like that. You know, uh, do whatever age appropriate things that those kids can do. You that's know? awesome. That's good. Yeah. Well, man, I don't know if there's more that we can talk about. I mean, there probably is, but we, we don't need to. Jesus is the reason for, for the, the season. season. Yeah. Amen. That's cliche, <laughs> but it's it's never not going to be true. I worked at a Christian bookstore uh, when I was a teenager, and that was on everything, on yeah. pillows and mugs and everything. But it's always it always has stuck with me that 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 needs to be our reason. Jesus needs to be our Dude, reason. For people the literally don't know. They yeah. literally, you ask them what Christmas is really about, yep. and they don't know. We as Christians can be a light, be a testimony during Amen. this time. So. Yep. Let's do that. All right. Well, you guys have a Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. And this will be our last full, full episode, episode for the year. Now, we've got something special planned over the next couple of weeks. We're doing mini episodes. Oh, they're even better because they're short. <laughs> <laughs> you only got to listen to this for a few minutes. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> but hopefully the next four weeks, we're going to have four mini episodes, and then we'll have a brand new series coming back in January that we most certainly know what it is and what it's going to be and have it all planned out. <laughs> Not really. Have a Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. We'll see you next time. See you next time. I just don't even care. It's like, Christmas adjacent. To me, it's, it's a Christmas adjacent. It's a it's an argument that people like to make happen just for the sake of arguing about something that doesn't matter. Now, Nightmare Before Christmas. That it to me is a is much more of a Halloween movie than anything. A lot of people say it's a Christmas movie. I think you can they watch it at Christmas it. time. If you go to the store, it's they on, market it as a Christmas movie. Well, on like uh, Hulu or whatever. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's Disney. It's a Christmas. They have it under Christmas as well. So they probably have it under both, but I think that's dumb. My son loves, he loves that movie. Does he really? Wait, Carson? No, no.